this week we have hopefully some beginning knitters. I know Kayla, how about you? Kayla, have you tried cast or binding off yet or not? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, I was too chicken to do it without you guys. All right. <laughs> Are you gonna, you uh, have something that you're ready to bind off? Yeah. Good. Oh, so good. I just okay. have the regular knits. It. yeah and that's okay, fine that's fine and does everybody else who wants to learn to bind off have something to bind off the sound of silence Ooh. <laughs> okay yes yes <laughs> okay oh, is that verlin it is okay. good okay good verlin anybody else that is going to be learning to bind off do you have what you need All you really need is your piece of work that you're ready to get off the needle, which is kind of a fun. I think it's fun. I love it when I get it to the fun project. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, shall I start out telling you what to do? And sure. And Jane and I, believe it or not, we do this the same as far as I know. And, and probably to that too. <laughs> it's the only thing we do the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I give are a tip? other ways to bind off can i give a sure. tip before you guys start more? sure if you if any of you who are learning to bind off for the first time have either an elastic band or a point protector or a twisty now would be the time to grab it and what i'm going to tell you is it'll slow you down but it will prevent you from losing stitches. While you're learning to do this, what I teach people is once you've knit your first two stitches, put that thing, whatever it is, elastic, <clears throat> twisty, point protector on your left-hand needle so that yeah. you don't have to worry about those stitches. And then take it off when you go to knit your next stitch. It That's will save a you idea. a lot of heartache. Yeah. That is That's a good, a good idea. idea. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> so does everyone have something where they can make sure they keep the stitches on their left needle? Go away. Okay, so hearing nothing, I'm going to assume you do. So I'll go ahead and get you started. If you don't have anything, um, after you knit your first two stitches, then be sure that, that that left needle, you know, is sticking way up and the stitches are near the bottom of it because you really don't want to lose your stitches. Trust me. All right. So the first thing you're going to do, you should be at the beginning of a row. You're going to hold your knitting as if you're ready to start a new row. And you're going to knit two stitches, one, two, only two. Knit two stitches onto your right-hand needle. All right. And I'll try to go slow so y'all have time to do this, but if I go too fast, let me know. Donna has her hand up if you want to take that while you're waiting. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Go ahead, Donna. Okay, so you... um. I, I was a minute or two late getting in. I was on the That's phone okay. with my mom. She never calls me. She would call me during class. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. She never calls me. Um, so um, you said to put something on to put on the left um, 
needle to hold the stitch. So we're, we're getting ready to take something off. Is that correct? We are. What you're going to do first is knit two stitches onto your right hand needle. And then what Jeanette had suggested, and it's a good suggestion, if you have a point protector or a rubber band or something that you can put around the top of your left hand needle so that all those other stitches won't fall off. Oh, the point protector is that little thing with the right hand needle. I just got that a little rubber of... nipple looking thing. Yeah, and it has a little hole in it. So you can put it's a little I just rubber got a... nipple. Yeah. Yes, I just yeah. bought a new set of needles and stuff, and there's a lot of stuff in there. I don't even know what it is. And I'm like, what is this stuff? All right. <laughs> Basically, what you do, um, you've got those two stitches on your right-hand needle, and you put something on the left-hand needle to protect the other stitches from coming off. And with those two stitches on your right-hand needle, you can lift with your fingers, you can lift the bottom loop up and over the top one, hold the top one with your fingernail or something while you lift the bottom one over the top one and drop it off the back of your needle. And now you've got one stitch on your right hand needle. Okay, so everybody knitted their first two stitches and then you pulled the bottom stitch up over the top stitch, which if you're in zoom knitting, it's kind of the same principle. You know how when you're loom knitting you pull the bottom loop up over the top loop and drop it off same thing cool has everybody done that if you have take the protector or whatever off of your left hand needle and knit one more stitch onto your right hand needle so you'll have two stitches again i remember somewhere along the line somebody mentioning if we used a larger needle i think would be in the right hand yeah yeah it'll keep yes. you from your stitches from being so tight that it would be hard to bind off but then okay. even if you don't use a larger needle after you do each stitch just pull that loop that's remaining on your right hand needle and just loosen it up a little bit okay and and especially when you bind off for everything in knitting but especially when you bind off Breathe first. Yeah. Calm yourself. <laughs> Put you my know. Zen music on in yeah, the background. Yeah, really there do that. Go. Yeah, because you really don't want to be tense when you're binding off. No, you just okay. want to be yeah. relaxed. We want it to be fun. Yeah. So Jeannie said, knit one more stitch. One more right. stitch. So yep. you should have one two stitches stitch. on your right hand needle again. And I guess to do this one more stitch, you have to remove the needle protector. Yeah, or whatever. you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you have some magical <laughs> powers that the rest right. of us don't know about. I wiggle there my nose. Go. Yeah, <laughs> that works. I wish I had that power. So do I. <laughs> I don't think I can wiggle my nose. So I'm not I sure that I can do, do that good. either. I've no. tried. Oh, hi, Mo. Hi, Mo. Is she on here now? That's what it, yeah. And okay, cool. Mo has a YouTube channel, girls and boys. And have you shared it in the, what is your face, your YouTube channel? Okay. 
It's unseen strands. That's where the unseen strands comes from. <laughs> ah. um, have you shared it in the crafting group? I, I think I mentioned it in my intro, but I didn't want to like spam with links. So I didn't like put a direct link. You're welcome to post one. Yeah. Hey, baby. yeah I'm, like. I'm muted because the kids are all out. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're having a great time. That's good. Nothing like happy kids. Okay, so I'm going to assume that now everybody has two stitches on that right-hand needle. And once again, you're just going to take the bottom stitch or the first stitch and pull it up over the second stitch and drop the first stitch off. Don't let your second stitch come off, but drop the first stitch off after you pull it up over that other stitch. And then you'll have one stitch again. Donna has her hand raised. Okay, Donna. Okay, so this is sounding really familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And if it's, it's sounding like what we do, how we get loom knitting off. Exactly if, the same. If y'all remember how scared I was last week, I mean, last time we did this about taking knitting off of our needles, you guys just made me really happy. Oh, I was really so glad. Scared <laughs> Remember how scared I was of this because I'm making a scarf and I'm really upset because I didn't get done in time today. I'm almost there, but not quite. And and I was so scared because I didn't want to mess up my first project that's so big. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my but, gosh, y'all made my day. Well, good. Isn't that wow, great? and we didn't even have to work hard at it. <laughs> Man. If 703 would like to unmute yourself with star six and tell me who you are, I'll give you a name. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's me tamra rory i'm Hi, new Tam to the group hey tamra all right <laughs> yay tamra joined us this time yeah, yeah. I, I decided to uh check in <laughs> and i'm okay. late sorry about Good. that <laughs> and do you knit at all tamra or is this i do okay, okay i i knit and i just got two looms actually i just got them i'm looking at them as we speak okay. um but i i right. i can do i can do basic knitting um Pearl, I can knit. Um, I can cast on. I'm not good at casting off, but I can cast on. Well, that's and, what um, we're working on now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I need to practice things, and I probably have lots of questions, but that's, that's okay. where I am. All right. Okay. okay cool. she, well, this is the needle yeah. knitting uh, portion, okay. and then uh, the every other week it's needle, and then the every other the week it's not needles. It's uh, the first and third. Yeah, the first and third uh, Thursdays needle, and then the second and fourth Thursdays until it gets okay, messed so up. Until it so. gets messed up when we have a fifth Thursday. So right. No, then we do something else oh, different oh, on okay. the fifth Thursday. Well, see? Yeah, the one time we had oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That. So in yeah. October we do have a fifth um, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So what we're doing is we're just inviting everybody to come do like a craft hangout and bring your project and chat. And oh, cool. We're thinking about doing, trying to talk, like having um, us talk about organization, organizing your craft supplies <laughs> and stuff like that. Good idea. So okay. that's what we have well, planned for this month. Okay. All right. So I'll try to be here. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, I need to get in on that organizing thing. You ought to see my office. 
Tamara, okay, do you have so, a project that you're ready to bind off so that you can practice the bind off? No. Okay. I'm so lazy, I don't. It's okay. Well, but I can I can still practice it though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Basically, so now um, I'll, you know, oh, go okay. ahead. No, I'm just going to catch her up to where we were. Okay. Um, basically, what you do is you, you knit two stitches, just like you're knitting another row. Mm -hmm. And then you lift the bottom one off over the top one and drop it off the back. And then okay. you knit another stitch and you have two on your needle again. And you drop the, the, take the first one off over the second one and drop it off. And you just keep on doing that. Until you get okay. to the end when you've got one, two stitches, and then you lift the, the last one off, the first one off over the top one, and then you've got one stitch, and we'll tell you about that when yeah. we get to that. But okay. that's basically all you do for binding off. We So assuming everybody only has one stitch on that right-hand needle now, go ahead and knit another stitch onto the needle, and you'll have two. So I have two, and none on my left hand, so I... I uh, take one off to make it one. Huh? Yeah. Oh, so you've knitted, you've, you've bound off your yeah. whole row. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. at the very so end. Oh, okay. So I, I, I was a little lost okay. there. Okay. Good. And Beth has your hand up. So wait, wait, wait. Stitch. Wait. You have one stitch on your needle, Kayla, or two? I have two on my right hand needle and none on my left. She's on her okay. last two stitches. Okay. I didn't know what to do, okay. so I just stopped. Okay. That's good. <laughs> That's a good plan. Yeah. You have a question from Bev. Okay, Bev. Hi. Um, I'm kind of new to all this, but <laughs> I um I was just going to introduce myself. Um, I have done basic knitting but i never seem to get anywhere i can't get past like doing scarves things like that i you know um and i'm glad you're doing binding off because i forgot how to do it <laughs> oh okay well good are you binding off something now or are you just listening? yeah i am uh -huh. oh good okay yep so for those of you who haven't gotten to your last two stitches if you now have two stitches on your right hand needle you're going to lift the bottom one or the first one that was over there up over the second one and drop it off just like you've already done at least twice. And then you'll have one stitch left on your right hand needle. So Kayla, you can actually go ahead and do that and then you'll have one yep. stitch. Yep. And everyone else, if you understand it, go ahead and do this until you have two stitches left on your right hand needle and none on your left like Kayla did. And then you'll still lift the bottom stitch up over the top stitch and drop it off. And then we'll tell you what to do with that last stitch. I'll let Jane do it. Okay. So when you get to the end kind of give us an idea so we'll know and not jump in here too soon. We had a lady joined by the name of Katie and you don't have any audio turned on. So if you want to talk to us, we won't be able to, you won't be able to unmute. I mean, that's up to you. Just want you to be aware that you don't have your audio turned on in case you need it. This is Lillian. I had a phone call come in. Um, so we just keep repeating everything till we get down to those last two stitches Absolutely. and bring the bottom one over the top. Yep. Yep. Okay. Got it. Good. 
Good, good. This feels like Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And speaking of Christmas Day, I need to let everyone know, in case you don't already, because some of you might want to buy some more yarn, or some of you want might want to buy a set of needles or some interchangeable needles, which I love. Of course, they're circular, but anyway, but you don't have to always knit a circular on circular needles. Um, this year, Amazon days are going to be October 13th and 14th. So it will be time to shop. So yep. I'm very interchangeable needles and some more yarn. Ah, I am yes, very I tempted. I need more yarn. I don't need more interchangeable needles. I think I've got like five sets. So, <laughs> and can I, I just, usually can I ask a dumb them. question? What are <laughs> this is a dumb question? I've never seen no, it's not needles. Take that away, please. Okay, so a lot of us who have been knitting for a while, instead of using straight needles, we use what are called circular needles. Yeah, I use a circular needle. Okay, so interchangeable. You get the set, and it has all the sizes. Um, Oh, I've got them in sizes at least four through 19. I think I've got a couple sets that are two through 19. And then you have the cords. And so, you know, with, with the fixed interchangeables, you can't take the, needle, the needles off, but with the interchangeables, you can screw different sizes or um, click different sizes onto and off of the cords. So oh. therefore you only need like, four or five cords, although I have 10 or 12, because, you know, I sometimes have more than one project going. And then you just put whatever size needles you want to use and knit away. And they're wonderful. I love them. They're fastened with different ways, though, so you have to be careful to get <clears throat> ones that, that aren't going to come apart on you. Adi needles, you turn them a quarter turn, and those... I've had trouble with them coming off of the cables. Um, so I sent those right back to Amazon, but there are some that, that screw better and there are some that use, use a key. So uh, there are different kinds of connections. Is there a brand you recommend? I like Chowgoo. I, I love yeah, Chowgoo. Chowgoo is very nice. And I love Knitter's Pride. Okay. And then I got some that are the click type where you just turn them a quarter of a turn. Jeanette, I think you were the one that recommended those. What were they called? I have the Denise knitting needles. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I and I love a... those. But the thing about those is if you really need sizes two, three, and four and lower, those aren't the ones you want. But I do a lot of five to 15. Yeah, me too. So if you're in that ballpark range of <clears throat> knitting, then they're perfectly fine. Yeah. And okay. they are plastic. I did knit a dish towel with them after I got them. And I, I mean, a dish cloth and I didn't have any problem with them unclicking, you know, um, <laughs> the one thing that was different is they were much lighter than my metal or aluminum ones. And I, I kind of had to get used to that, but, um, but my personal favorites are Chow Goo and Knitter's Pride. Okay. Thank you. Problem with plastic knitting needles for me is my dog thinks they're treats. 
So somebody <laughs> on one of the Facebook knitting groups the other day, of course, had pictures, but evidently she had to put her knitting down to go do something. And this was after she had done a lot of frogging or going, you know, uh -uh. taking some out and uh -huh. going. anyway. And then when she came back, her pit bull mix had eaten part of the knitting and the oh. interchangeable needle. Oh no. Yeah. So mm. and well, I sat on a needle once and bent it. Ouch. And so one of my needles, I had to straighten it back out. It has a sort of a oh, bend wow. in the middle of it. You know, I'm I'm death on needles. Yeah. So Tamara has her hand up. Okay, Tamara. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, I have bunches of needles, unfortunately, several sets, interchangeable and all kinds, but what do you recommend for gauges? Because I find, like uh -huh. I have mine in a pouch, and they're nicely organized in there, but, you know, it's very, very easy to mix them up or to yes. end up not, you know, especially if you have several different things going and you take them you have you know you have them attached and then you have to take them and put them back and I mean it's just too easy to not get the right sizes mm -hmm. together any well, recommendations I have, I have several yeah, gauges I, but yeah my very favorite ones are Susan Bates they're metallic and I've got one that only has one it's a diagonal row but it has one row of holes and that one starts out with a hole because I guess they're so that you can do um, crochet hooks too. So the first mm -hmm. hole is not a knitting needle hole, but then the second biggest hole is 15 and then it goes down 15, 13, 11, 10 and a half, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. And I love those. I have two more that are the same except they also have a top row which has your um, holes. I don't remember if it has a hole for 50. I know it has for 35 and 19 and 17. Wow. Anyway, but I love the Susan Bates. They're, that one is my favorite, and they are available from Amazon. I may get myself a couple okay. more now that I have more sets of needles. But they seem yeah. very accurate. Those are the, They're my go-to. Okay. I'll check that. Thanks. Yeah. Do we have any more questions? No hands right this second. Okay, and how I, are we doing on our bind off, folks? This is Verlin. Uh -huh. The ones that have the cord between the needles, that's always been confusing to me. Does the thing that you're knitting hang off of that cord? Well, your, your stitches slide down to the cord, assuming that you have enough, and you probably do. But the remember, the, it's like a cord with a knitting needle on each end. And so the secret is if you want to knit flat, you need to make sure that you turn your knitting just like you do when you're using straight needles. When you finish the row, then you switch your row. Uh oh, there she goes. You're running out. Hand needle back. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Am I still here? No, you're okay now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. Whew. Okay. Don't know what that's all about. Um, but anyway, when you finish the row, you want to take your right hand needle that has all the stitches on it and put it back in your left hand and then start knitting with the empty needle on that's at the other end. Now, some cords 
are more flexible and easier to handle than others. And that's where I really do like the chow goo. Their cords don't Absolutely. get some, you know, some of the cords try to curl and all that kind of thing, but oh, yes. their cords you wrap up around your wrist. Yeah. Seem Ugh. to maintain better. So, and I am sorry, that is my phone ringing. I apologize. I need to How do you spell the ones you like? Okay. C-H-I- can you hear A-O-G-O-O, I think it is. Chow Gu. Thank you. And they're really nice needles. Yeah. And you can buy them at your local yarn shop if you have one and want to do that. Or you can order them from Amazon. Some are made out of um, wood. I, I think the ones that I have are birch. Uh, my favorite ones are either aluminum or some sort of metal. I like those the best um, because on my birch ones, I've had a couple where the wood has gotten rough. And I've heard that they're real good about exchanging them. I haven't tried that yet. I'm just kind of sticking to the metal ones. So I have never seen chow goo at a local yarn store. Ever. Really? Yes. Wow, Not I think area. Huh, I think ours does have them, but I'll double check. I think they do. I think I bought mine at a local yarn store. I have those, and uh, I live in the Arlington area, Arlington, Virginia, and I bought them at a local yarn store. Okay. Um, my point in saying that is that I, my guess is that in different parts of the country, some things are more available locally than in other parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a big knitting community up here in, in this area. Just before yeah. we got up, went into lockdown, I was looking for a knitting club here in Harrison. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm see, I'm in a knitting group, and it's wonderful, but of course, we're not meeting now because of the lockdown, right. but we used to meet every Tuesday afternoon yeah. slash evening. Yeah. We Mine just had to eat. stop. Mine was at my house. Oh. And we stopped. <laughs> you know, hopefully, we can start up again after everybody can mingle. Yeah. Anybody besides Kayla to your last two stitches? Not quite yet. I think we should tell Kayla what she can do. Okay. You want to tell Kayla what to do, Jane? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kayla. Okay. Tell um, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've got your, you've lifted your last, well, with your last two stitches, you've lifted the bottom one over the top one. So now you've got your one stitch on your right hand needle. And your, your yarn is going down to your ball. And you want to get some scissors and cut that yarn. Uh, hang on to the needle. Hang on to the stitch. Uh, cut that yarn about three or four inches from your needle. You know, cut it off the ball. Oh, of course, my scissors aren't and in my then, bag. <laughs> uh, okay. And I usually well, do about six inches. That may be where Jane and I are different because... 
Okay. Oh, that's yeah. We have yeah. to do things differently. <laughs> you can do six, but then you just have yeah. to weave it in. So I hate, I hate weaving, weaving in, in too. So okay. yeah. So, so I'm so, going to listen to see what no, you do so that you don't have to weave in. Oh, I do oh, have okay. to weave in. But four inches is easier to weave oh, in than okay. six. Okay. See, I I'd rather cut off more but, you know, and whatever. then weave in till I feel comfortable with it, and then just cut that off. That's what I yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I got it cut. Okay. Okay. And then take that very carefully. Take that last stitch off of your needle, but hang on to that loop yes. in your hand. Okay. Do not let that loop go. Okay. I made it bigger. And then so. <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> what you're gonna do is take that six or four inches of yarn that you have in your other hand and put that through the loop that you have that was on your needle and then pull it taut and it'll make a knot and it will keep Ooh. your you know it'll it'll tie a knot there huh oh cool did it work yeah. okay. i had yes. a question yay do you push, okay do you put uh -huh. the yarn up through it or down through it I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters it as long as you know no, it's it going matter. through and isn't going to drop off your previous <clears throat> stitch. Okay. The only thing you want to not do is twist it. Yeah. So do whatever make like for example, if I'm purling it, I put it through one way. No, we're doing a knit bind off right now, so it doesn't matter. But follow the way your yarn comes off the stitch and put it through that way so you know it's gonna be probably back to front but as long as you don't twist your yarn in the process it's okay. not gonna matter that much can i tell and you how you I... just use a tapestry needle to weave it in correct yes correct. yeah mm -hmm. okay may i tell you how i do it sherlyn okay i leave that stitch on the needle and I cut my yarn and then I actually bring that, bring my thread around behind the stitch and pull it through and then slip the stitch off and tie my knot. Okay, that works too. Okay. That, uh, way mm -hmm. that way I don't have to worry about dropping that stitch. It's on my right. needle. I actually push it way down the needle if I need to. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then another thing, if, if, you, if you did cut your yarn a little bit short, if it, it doesn't work really well to to use a tapestry needle to to uh, weave your ends in. I've also sometimes put a piece of tape on the end of it, and that way you can push it through the the fabric up and down and, and weave it in that way. Huh. Okay. Donna has her hand raised. All right, Donna. Okay, as y'all know, I'm slow. I am. You're, that's uh, fine. Can you repeat what you said you do once you get down to the two? Because my, my brain is having a hard time wrapping around this last That's okay. Bit. No problem. We, what, we don't like mind what repeating. To do, what to do with that extra loop is what I'm having trouble with. Okay. How many loops do you have on your right-hand needle? Well, yeah. I, I understand how to do the last part. Okay. I understand to do all that. I just need to hear this part. Okay. So you've got one stitch on your right-hand needle. I don't right now, but I oh. will. Yeah, because she oh, remembers okay. she doesn't, she's when not do. quite ready That's to right. Right. That's right. Okay. But if then, I hear this correctly, I'll remember it. Okay. Okay. Then you cut your yarn about six inches from your needle, cut it off the ball, and 
carefully take that last stitch off of your needle. Hang on to the loop. Do not let that loop go. You will die if you let that loop go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is it all unravel? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then you would die. And then you take that, that yarn and that that's, that's cut and put that, the end of that through that loop that you're holding in your other fingers. Okay. And pull it, pull it tight and it'll make a knot. Okay. And you're bound off. And then you weave in your weave tail in your that you have there and the tail that you have where you started your work. And that's it. Then you'll have a uh, beautiful scarf. You guys are making me happy. Isn't well, that great? So glad. It's easy. Since I'm unmuted and have your attention for a second, can you answer one question? Yeah. Oh, only one. Okay. <laughs> Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom wants, um, she wants um dish towels for christmas and i want to make them for her uh-huh. what size yarn do i get what size needles do i use i would recommend let, let me tell this person i can't talk i'm on a zoom call i can't talk right now oh my phone isn't even working so that's good carrie will have to get it okay um generally for dish towels you use what's called cotton worsted weight yarn and i think probably most of us use the yarn that's made by lily there's one called sugar and cream and one called peaches and cream comes in all different colors and you can get it in little tiny balls but you can also get 14 ounce cones which is okay. what I usually do because I think it's a better bargain. And guess where you can buy those? <laughs> Amazon. You got it. So that's what I would recommend. And that's what I always get. And they have a variety of colors. Also, for those of you who may not have heard it on another call, Amazon has a disability helpline, which I think is wonderful. And I use it often. And so if you want help picking a color, you can call this line and they'll tell you what colors are available. They can even put it in your cart if you ask them to. They cannot finalize your order, though. You have to do that yourself. But the number for the disability line, Amazon Disability Helpline, is 888 1678 I've been using them for a few years now and I may have gotten one helper that I wasn't real pleased with, but it's like they love, they love this job. You know, it's, it's different, I guess, from what they usually do and and they really seem to enjoy helping us. And so you can get help with colors that way if you need it. So I highly recommend that go ahead and use that resource. What kind of yarn was that again? Lily something? Lily, they have one called sugar and cream and one called peaches okay. and cream. Because I don't know I've what got, the difference is, but um, I've got uh lion, I think it's Lion Brand um kit, kitchen cotton. Uh well, yeah, Lion Brand has kitchen lion cotton. Brand. I haven't yeah. tried that one. Do you like it? I like it, yeah. Okay. I like it. What size uh needles do you use and how many um, stitches <laughs> would I put on? Generally, for a dish towel or dishcloth, I use seven, size seven needles. And it depends on how big you want the dishcloth to be. If you 
want it to be around nine or nine and a half inches wide, um, you would use around 40, 41, 42 stitches. If you want it to be wider than that, um, I have a couple in my kitchen that I made with 64 stitches. So it just depends on how wide you want it. And then you get the length by knitting the rows. And, and you can use the basic knit stitch for these, right? You can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it will look fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if, if you're using the basic knit stitch, having just taught elsewhere a beginner's class, I would recommend 45 stitches. Okay. That will work very nicely on a six or a seven needle. And those are the two needle sizes that will generally give you the gauge for that cotton. Um, especially if you're a beginning knitter, I don't think it makes sense to do more than that for a dish towel. And you're going to yeah. get, I mean, if it's five inches, five stitches to an inch, that's nine inches wide. Right. And I'm looking at nine inches here. That's plenty wide for a good dishcloth. Yeah. Mo has her hand raised. Okay, Mo. I just wanted to make a couple comments on okay. the cottons. Um, Premier has Premier Home. And I believe Knit Picks, I think theirs is also a warshed weight, but I think people say it's a little thinner huh. than the... Uh, then the peaches and cream and sugars and cream and theirs is called dishy. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other, I know Hobby Lobby has one. I think it's handy. Oh, I'm trying to think what it is. There's, there's pretty much a variety of the kitchen cotton everywhere yeah. you go. <laughs> well, there you and go. then I had, I had a comment on the Chowgu needles. Uh -huh. I personally prefer them because you can get them in the super ultra short tips. Yes. And not just the longer, like they give you a very big range of how long your needle is. Right. Um, so that's also a nice thing. Another thing with the Knitter's Pride is they are interchangeable with the Knit Picks needles. And I oh, believe okay. it's the Licka or Likey or whatever, however you personally pronounce that per particular <laughs> brand. I think those are also supposed to be interchangeable with those, but I don't personally own one of those, so I don't uh -huh. know. But I have a Knitter's Pride set, and then I have a Shorty's um, Knit Picks tips, because the oh, Knitter's okay. Pride I couldn't find in a short tip, because I like yeah. short tips better than the and long And I have tip. the short chow goo, because I love to make hats, and I'm not a big fan of double-pointed needles, and I haven't learned how oh, to Oh, I hate the double glue. points. Yeah, so... <laughs> But just thanks to, to look out on those Prime Days, which the second Prime Day is yes. my birthday. So. Oh, really? <laughs> the yeah. 14th, huh? Yep. All right. I learned that yesterday. I'm like, ooh, my birthday's Prime Days. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that would make it special for sure. Tamara has her hand raised again. All right, Tamara. Um, I'm hoping that maybe not this week or next week, but... Soon you guys could recommend a good hat pattern for a beginner knitter. I would love to make. My ultimate goal is sweater, a sweater, but I'm not there yet. So when I'm I want to make some, 
And I want to make a nice hat, a couple of nice hats. And it could be that I do it on a loom. I have, I, I, I just, like I said, I just purchased some round looms and a and a rectangle loom, so I could do a round loom hat. But I don't have any. I don't have a single um, good, you know, good. um, What do you call it? Not recipe. (laughs) Good. Not menu. Yeah, pattern. (laughs) I call them recipes too. Yeah. Well, for Tamara, I have several. Yeah, I do too. Question for you. Do you mm-hmm. want something that you sew together, or do you want in the round? I hate to sew, so I'm and I, I and I do use, too. yeah, I do use I do use circular needles, so the round would be fine. Okay, right. let me look um, this week, and I'll post a couple to the list. Okay, thanks. Are you on ACB Crafters or the? I needles? am. Okay. I am. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to post it to ACB Needle Knitting, not ACB. Oh, Crafters. yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not on that one. Um, so you need to get on that one. Okay. Um, can Jane, do you have the uh, information so I can subscribe to I that? don't, but if you write to <clears throat> ACB Crafters, uh, maybe um, at gmail.com, maybe... Um, uh, Kayla can send out the information as to how to subscribe to them again. Okay. Um, yeah, if you you can go ahead and email acbcrafters at gmail.com. Also, um, on the update email I sent out on Monday, at the very mm-hmm. bottom, it has instructions on how to join the groups and everything as well. Okay, I don't know that I still have Mondays, but I will definitely. Okay. Yeah, if you don't, just give me, just um, send me I'll an send email. An email. So I have your email, and I will reply yes. to you. No worries. Great, thank you. I will uh, wait to post until next week, so you have time to get on there. I'm going to send that email right now, so. Because <laughs> I'll forget. <laughs> That's how I am it's, also. <laughs> it's, so is Crafters K-R or C-R? Do you guys you're not DR. doing anything fancy DR, with the word. DR okay. For this one. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. This is for Lynn again. I have a question. Uh-huh. Um, if I wanted to make different widths of different colors, I'm thinking just two colors, in a scarf, could I bind off and then start the new color and then bind off and start a different color and then uh, with a yarn needle put them all together? Oh, sew the different parts together. Mm-hmm. You can do it that way if you want to, or, and Jeanette is probably going to be better at talking about this than I, without doing that, you can just knit um, a certain part with one color and then you can go to another color and, and do that, you know, just add the yarn and do that. Um, it's a psychological thing. When I when I get done with something, I get all excited. <laughs> so I have all these oh, little ones that I'm like, "Yay, I'm done!" And then, "Yay, yeah, I'm done!" You see, know, oh, so that, but if you're so binding off that many, if you're binding off that okay. many on a mm-hmm. scarf, if you're using two or three different colors and you want the colors throughout, you're going to be binding off every eight rows, and that's going to make you nuts. I would not. I would not. You could do like squares and make it like patchwork though. That would be cute. Yeah, but she could do that without having to 
find off too. Right. She could just add her colors. So Anna. I can answer your question, but think about this. Do you want your colors to go vertically or horizontally? Horizontally. In other words, I would cast on enough stitches to be as wide as I wanted the scarf to be and then Anna. knit knit what I would call lengthwise because that's the way the scarf is going to get eventually and uh, till the length I want and then bind off because I want them to be uh, different lengths and but they all be the same width. Well, why would you have to bind it off? Yeah, you, you can could, do that without binding it off. You can do it without binding off. Yeah. You don't have you to. You do just tie the two threads together in a knot and keep oh, going. No. No, no God. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you start at the this be easy. Of another row, uh -huh. and then you you take your second ball of yarn, the different color, mm -hmm. and start knitting with that. Like wrap that around your 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 needle and and knit with that one, and and leave leave about six inches of the old one and about six inches of the new one. You can oh. even fasten them together. And then okay. just start knitting mm -hmm. with the new ball of yarn. Okay. And always do it at the beginning of a row. So you mm -hmm. don't have mm -hmm. a weird thing in the middle of a row. Right. Um, gotcha. And that it doesn't leave a knot in the middle of your yarn. It's beautiful that way. But why do you want them to be different lengths? Just to add creativity to, you know, uh, to the scarf. Does that make sense? The... the yeah, the no, width, totally of, the width of the scarf is going to remain the same, but as you go yeah. down the scarf, it'll be one color, then another color, and each yeah. time it's going to be a different length. Yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Mm -hmm. Like lavender, you purple, it, or whatever. But you only have to bind off once. You don't have to bind it's off. Just at the end. Yeah. Right. I know. I had Even a though I know it makes you okay. happy to bind off. <laughs> <laughs> I so don't see why thing. you couldn't. If you really want to bind off each color and sew them together, there's no reason you couldn't do it that way. You could either. do that. Sure. You could. But, yeah. I had a thought. If, if you're looking for that like different texture to know where the color changes, you could do like a pearl for one row across and that would give you like a ridge for, you know, that line for every time you change the color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really matter to me to be able. She to just wants to bind feel. off. <laughs> I, I want to feel like projects. Yeah, I think. want to feel like I accomplished something in two days. You know, just like, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, thank you for telling me how to keep going because that's important yeah. too. And also, Verlin, you might be interested in this. There are some different charity groups. In fact, here in Tennessee, we have one, and they like to collect squares like eight inch knitted squares yeah. and then they have their workers get together and sew them together to make blankets or um you know different things like that and so you you know that might be something you'd be interested in too since you love to bind off <laughs> well i didn't say that <laughs> oh, okay. i could make a bunch of little eight inch squares sure yeah, yeah like for warm up nice. america or something like that. right yeah, their their um, criteria is seven inches wide and nine inches long. Oh, okay, so it's a rectangle. Well, good to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Donna has her hand up. Okay, Donna. 
So did I hear you correctly when you said to switch color? You just, um, you finished the row and then on your empty um, hook, you bind on the new color and continue to sew. I'm going to continue to knit. Is that what you said? There are um, two, two ways <laughs> that you can do it. One is, depending on how many rows, if you're switching colors like every two rows, then you would bring, and I don't, I'm not good at this, so I don't want to explain Me it, neither. but you would do what they call carrying the yarn. Um, I could do that in another lesson, but I'd have to do a little more research so that I explained it well. Or, I want the easier one. <laughs> okay. Well, then I would say do eight to 12 rows in one color, and then you're going to cut your yarn add your new color on the next row. Work with your new color. Leave a and tail I, every time you cut. Yeah. So how, how do I, so when I cut it, what do I do with the tail? You just leave it hanging. And it won't unravel? No, because you're not going to no. cut it that close. Oh, okay. And then, and then, and then just start knitting with the new color. Right, yeah, but you're right. going to leave a little bit of a tail there, too. Joins the meeting. And then when you're all done, <laughs> then you'll weave in your ends. Or sewing your ends. Okay, so should I should do this at the beginning? If I can't yeah, go to the beginning, beginning of the row, row. The beginning of a row. How do you do that when there's no... When there won't be anything on the hook? I mean, when you got them all on the hook. Again, you have a needle on your left-hand needle and nothing on the right one. Okay, and... You just hold the new thread in your left hand, but you have it so that it has a bit of a tail um, beyond where you're going to be knitting, and you just start knitting and wrapping it around and, you know, just like you normally would, if that makes sense. Or no. um, as Jeanette was saying the other day, I think it was Jeanette that said she'll take a rubber band or something like that and hold the two in, you know, the two pieces of thread together until she gets started with the new one. Is that right, Jeanette? Did I get that right? Yeah, I, I use a bread tie, but bread it's tie, the yeah. same difference. So you're giving yourself a little tension on the end so that when you start knitting with it, it's not gonna just go through the loop and come out of your hand. Yeah, this is still confusing. Yeah. I like it better just tying it on or, or, I mean, what would be wrong with just, yeah, cutting it or, I don't know what I was thinking because I, I, I liked it better when I thought I heard you say you just cut it and, and bind on the new color and then start knitting with it. Um. It's the same thing, Donna. Either way, oh. you're going to have, you have to have a tail because okay. you have to have a little bit to weave in from the new color and a little bit to weave in from the old color. Okay. And I think it's easier to do it with a loom. It's easier to do it with a loom because you just uh, wrap it around the peg and just knit one the old color over the new one and it's harder with a needle i i 
yeah, I, I get this confusion. I don't know whether I've ever done it with a needle. Um, but if you've got all your stitches on your left hand needle and you've got your other piece of yarn with your new color and you're six inches in from the end, that's true. What, how do you put it? How do you do your next stitch with that what I do, new color? What I do is I take the two tails, the one from my old color and the one from my new color, and I hold them in my left hand along with the needle that has all my stitches in it. Keep uh -huh. tension on it. Take my working yarn, uh, go through the stitches I normally would, take my working yarn of the new color, wrap it around the way I normally would, uh, go through the stitch okay. the way I normally would, take it off the left-hand needle, and then I keep those tails and do two or three more stitches with the new color. Once you have two or three on, you can drop both those tails out of your left hand mm -hmm. and nothing is going to come out. It's just like you've attached another ball of yarn to your working, to your, right, exactly. your working yarn. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Except it's a different yeah. color. Right. <clears throat> okay, okay. So you use the new color to wrap it. Right. Yeah. The color you're already working with. Mm-hmm. And that starts it. Okay. That's cool. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Camera. Um, I just need to get that email address again. I sent an email and it bounced, so apparently <gasps> I wrote it down incorrectly. So acbcrafters at acb.org? Nope. Gmail.com. Oh, <laughs> acbcrafters at gmail.com yeah. that explains right. everything yeah. okay <laughs> thank you okay so for you who are beginners um of course donna is going to finish her scarf and when she talks to us in two weeks which will be the 15th the day after the amazon days she will be able to tell us if she already did the bind off or if she needs help that day. But I think she's got it. I think she's going to say, I did the bind off and it's beautiful. So we'll <laughs> look forward to that. And if any of you want to start another Nick project, if you want to get some cotton yarn and try a dish towel, you know, or a dish cloth, that's fine. Um, whatever you want to do. And when y'all feel ready, uh, then we'll present the purl stitch. And once you learn the purl stitch, you're going to have a lot more versatility because you can make all different kinds of textures and, and it's just going to be wonderful. You're going to get even more happy. <laughs> yes. We have about two minutes in this hour. <clears throat> Any questions or comments? Bev? Yeah, I have a question. It's probably not too on topic for this session, but um, I'd like to start to learn um, loom knitting. And what do I start with? Like, what, what do I, what equipment do I need and all that? Um, oh, um, we have a um, loom knitting class that meets on the second and fourth um, Thursday of the month. Same time. And if, yep, same time, same place. 
<laughs> just different day. <laughs> and um, if you want to send me an email as well about that, I can, I'll have Courtney um, get, send you info for that. And we can forward you some of the, the links to our podcast. Okay, where great. it goes over uh, how to get started and all that kind of stuff. So Sounds then you good. don't have to necessarily wait for next Thursday to get started. Oh, good. Okay. And you said the so. second and fourth Thursdays. It's actually the first and third, isn't that, Kayla? Oh. No, the needle knitting is the first and third. Oh, it is? Yeah, oh, this today is, is yep. first. Yep, this is today the first, is the first. Thursday of Oh, October. my heavens. Today's, oh, my word. <laughs> it's October. What happened to it September? Is, oh, my gosh. I know, right? I Mom, didn't you learn 30 days have September, oh. April, June, yes. and November? November. <laughs> That's why September went fast. <laughs> 30 days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay.